Hello friends, welcome to My Duke and I, a podcast on the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. This podcast will air weekly. We will be discussing Harry and Meghan's partnerships with the Commonwealth Nations. These partnerships consist of their projects, patronages, as well as the Commonwealth youths. Okay, so Denise, before we continue, let's just introduce ourselves to our listeners, let them know who we are. Let me start off with myself. I'm Anita and I'm from the Commonwealth of Dominica and I currently reside in the United States. I'm Denise. I'm originally from England. My parents were from the island of Jamaica, and I currently reside in the United States. Okay, so what are we talking about today? We are going to be discussing Harry and Meghan's roles as ambassadors to the Commonwealth countries. I don't know if you know this, but there are actually 53 Commonwealth countries, Anita. That's a lot of countries. Could you tell us who and what is the Commonwealth? The Commonwealth was actually founded back in 1949 to promote democratic rule of law, human rights, good governance, and social economic development. It's been around for quite a long time. The British Empire, it actually dates back when some countries were ruled directly or indirectly by Britain which is now called the UK. These countries became independent and were self-governed while retaining the British monarch as head of state, thus forming the Commonwealth of Nations. And so, yes, the Queen is still currently the head of the Commonwealth Nations with the Secretary General, the lady from your home country. Yes, oh, she's brilliant. Just to give our listeners um, some information, can can you tell us um, who are some of these countries? These countries that make up the Commonwealth are Africa, the Americas, Asia, Europe, as well as the Pacific Islands. So it's far-reaching, almost every region of the world. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So just tell us what the membership is based on. Yeah, the membership is based on free will. For example, Mm -hmm. most recently, Mozambique and Rwanda, Mm -hmm. who have no historical ties to the British Empire, applied for membership and were admitted into the Commonwealth. Next Mm -hmm. year, Rwanda will host the Commonwealth Heads meeting. Wow. Okay. We all agreed, as we said in the beginning, that the Queen is the head of the Commonwealth Nations. And um, we also have to be reminded that the Queen is 92. As a result, you know, they've been discussing behind closed doors who's going to succeed the Queen. She's been an excellent leader, but, you know, somebody has to eventually take over. Given that it's not an inherited role that is automatically passed on, what has been the final um, decision about who is going to succeed the Queen, Denise? This discussion actually happened last year. Initially, they thought maybe they would have a leader from the 53 countries. Mm -hmm. They would actually rotate that every year. Mm -hmm. But then the Queen suggested Mm -hmm. and asked if her son Charles would follow in her footsteps. As a result of that, there was a consensus Mm -hmm. and everyone agreed Mm -hmm. that Charles should be the head of the Commonwealth when he becomes king. Hmm. Not only will her grandson Harry and his father be mm-hmm. working together, but mm-hmm. now incorporate Harry's wife, Megan, mm-hmm. who, I don't know if you remember, she had all 53 Commonwealth countries, the flower from each country, embroidered in her veil mm-hmm. when they got married last year. 
that was so thoughtful, which means that she's actually thinking and um, definitely have plans for those um, youths in um, these countries. Yes, I think it's, you know, a very, very, very important that something as intimate as your wedding day, hmm. you would give thought to your future role mm -hmm. in not just in your husband's life, but in work that he will be doing. So, yes, the 53 Commonwealth countries mm -hmm. with 2.4 billion people. Let's just go back a little to the whole idea that Megan having these 53 countries, flowers sewn in her veil. What she did literally was to sort of, even before taking on the role, she sort of even shine a light on these countries. Some people have never heard of these countries. And here, the fact that she had those flowers in her veil, I'm sure a lot of people went and started googling which countries are those countries so just by even doing that was just a beautiful gesture on her part yes i think it was actually brilliant and it goes to show how important she feels the role as not just of her husband but the mm -hmm. role that she's going to play alongside him as his wife mm -hmm. she has taken that very very seriously yes absolutely she's also given her grandmother-in-law the respect and the reassurance mm -hmm. that her legacy mm -hmm. will continue because 60% of the Commonwealth nation, mm -hmm. the people there are under 35 years old. And that's so like, that's like yeah. 1.4 billion people. Yes, their impact will be massive. Basically what they're doing, they're shaping and influencing the next generation of leaders. Absolutely. And in doing so, that will definitely have a ripple effect mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people don't realize that these are not just tiny islands mm -hmm. that make up these countries. Mm -hmm. You've got like India. Mm -hmm. Canada. You've got Africa. Yes, Canada. Australia, New mm -hmm. Zealand, mm -hmm. these are big countries. Mm -hmm. And imagine having that much influence mm -hmm. on young people, 35 mm -hmm. and under. Yeah. You know, that's actually mind-blowing if you think about it. Mm -hmm. And listen to what Harry just said recently. He said, um, it's clear that the 1.4 billion youths of the Commonwealth are most valuable advocates. So he's looking at them as the most valuable advocates that they have. He talked about the power of connected and informed young people is difficult to ignore. So he's really seeing the value in these young people to spread the word or to, to have that ripple effect, as you said, on whatever they're doing to transform their communities. Well, yes, I, I think he's absolutely right. Because as you know, whether it's in a corporation or in a government, in a nation, the people of that nation, that's your most important, most valuable asset. Mm -hmm. And so with that many young people in a country, mm -hmm. you're looking at future leaders, future mm -hmm. doctors, mm -hmm. lawyers. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm going to even bring my little background because I know for sure as an educator, young people tend to learn best from their peers. They're not going to listen to the older people in their communities. Who are they going to look to? They're going to look to the people that are like themselves. So if you want a message spread, the best way to spread it is through young people because they're the ones that is going to listen to each other. You're right. And as you know, Harry and Meghan are very, very much respected worldwide. 
they're loved and they're respected. Megan especially, there's so many young girls, mm-hmm. even older women, that really look up to her. Mm-hmm. Not just because she's married to a prince, mm-hmm. but because she had been advocating mm-hmm. for so many different things mm-hmm. before marriage. Mm-hmm. In fact, she started advocating since she was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? I know. And one thing I particularly like about Megan's message um, as she did in the last time that she went to India, is that not only is she educating, but she's also, there's a saying that says that you want to not give somebody a fish because they'll only eat for a day. However, what you want to do is to teach that person how to fish so that they could sustain themselves. And what she does that I really like about her is not only give a donation here and then you solve the problem for a short time, but what she's saying is empower these individuals or give them the know-how so that they themselves can make the product that they need and become business people as well, where they can actually sustain their communities by hiring people. So it's like what she's doing is twofold. One, she's um, decreasing whatever the situation is. And two, she's also sustaining the, the community as well. I'm just fascinated by all exactly. of what she's about to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, take that even um, to more recent, since she's moved over to England mm-hmm. or to the UK, mm-hmm. even before she got married, mm-hmm. she went into a community mm-hmm. that had been devastated mm-hmm. by fire, the Grenfell Fire. Mm-hmm. She actually lived in Canada when that fire happened. Mm-hmm. And when she relocated mm-hmm. to the UK, she actually went into the community, met with the people. Mm-hmm. She didn't go out to the people of the UK and beg for donation. She actually found a way to empower mm-hmm. those ladies mm-hmm. to create not just jobs, but to feed their whole community. Mm-hmm. How did she do that? She took all the recipes. Imagine she went into a kitchen, she saw them cooking, mm-hmm. and she she said, let's put all these recipes together in a mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. And not only did she help to create and produce that book, that book made millions so that they could build a bigger kitchen. Mm-hmm. From that kitchen, they're now feeding the homeless. Mm-hmm. They're feeding maternity wards. Mm-hmm. They're feeding a whole community. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. So she didn't just give a handout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She actually created mm-hmm. jobs Mm-hmm. for other people and so this is like something that most people had never even thought about doing before you see excellent that was that's just brilliant on her part yes, um, i think so i think so the youths of the commonwealth are definitely going to benefit from her with all these ideas and she understands the concept you know it's not about bandaging something it's about empowering doing something that's going to what have a lasting effect and that's what is great about her yes well yeah between the two of them they're finding solutions to these problems because one of the things that they're going to be doing is actually giving these young people the tools that they need to to work with as Mm -hmm. harry said in his speech they're going to try to cut through all the red tapes Mm -hmm get rid of all the naysayers Mm -hmm. and face the challenges Mm -hmm. that they need to face in order to equip these young people Mm -hmm. with the 
the ability and the tools that they need mm -hmm. to make the world a better place. Yeah, I was going to say at the end of the day, mm -hmm. they're not only going to be making improvements in their own countries, mm -hmm. but the whole world will be benefiting mm -hmm. from all of the, the skill sets, the tools, everything that they're going to be doing, it's going to have a ripple effect in the world. Yes. Uh -huh. And um, something too that, you know, that has to be noted is that in England, we have a population of, um, what, 66 million? Yes, right? something like that. Yes. yes. Uh -huh. So, of course, um, there are you know, marginalized um, youths in England as well. But we also have to take into consideration that here we have 1.4 billion youths. Um, billion with a B. With a B. <laughs> not in England. And um, I just think that um, what they're doing is just, as you said, is far-reaching and it's global. So we, when we listen to them, we also have to think about, you know, beyond England in, it, in and of itself. We have to think about worldwide, what is happening globally. And not only, for, not only to the Commonwealth countries as well, because once you created something that is successful, once you show how to do something, other countries that are not part of the Commonwealth can also mimic that. That could also be modeled elsewhere. So it's really, you know, far-reaching, as you said. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they're global. And I think oftentimes mm -hmm. people in the UK, when they see Meghan and Harry go to an event, mm -hmm. they're thinking it's just for the UK. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you really think about it mm -hmm. with their platform, mm -hmm. they are actually they're sending these messages outside of the UK because now whenever they go out, mm -hmm. there are people in the Commonwealth from all the Commonwealth countries mm -hmm. that are looking at them. Mm -hmm. There are people in the United States mm -hmm. that's looking at them. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes, mm -hmm. the reporters that follow them or even the photographers, mm -hmm. they those people, those mm -hmm. reporters, mm -hmm. the British press, mm -hmm. they're only thinking mm -hmm. inside of the UK. Mm -hmm. What they fail to realize that Harry and Meghan's role is so much bigger than the UK. They're actually doing it in the UK, but their message is going to a much bigger audience. And as I said, if you want people to listen, find their youths and people are going to take note. And not only that too, um, when Harry and Meghan speak, it's just, they're not just saying and not acting. They, As Meghan said the other day, you know, it's all right to just say, but what are you doing? You know, they're really acting. They're putting themselves out there. They're, and you can just see it wherever they go that the people understand that they're actually bringing something to them. They have something to offer, which is good. So the buying is there already. The whole thing is now let's get the product. Yeah. You know, the old saying action speaks louder than words. Well, I think one of the things that people really admire about both Megan and Harry, they're not just words. It's not just do as I say. Yes. They're actually, like you said, doers. And so whenever they suggest something, you better believe it's something that they've done themselves. Mm -hmm. They've put into practice. So mm -hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why people find them so relatable. Because number one, they're able to empathize mm -hmm. with the everyday people. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yes, they're relatable. The thing about it is, too, they also have a track record, you know, um, exactly. look at the Invictus game, look at um, Santa Bali, um, Megan, 
started her thing from the age of 11. So they have a track record and that's what people want to see. People want to see that you you have the know-how, you've been doing this for a while and you've been successful at it. And, you know, that's their resume in and of itself. And people are going to listen. Not only that, to people feel the compassion that they have for people that are disadvantaged. So there you go. Exactly. And if, if, if you notice when when they interview people that have spoken to Megan or Harry, mm-hmm. one of the first things, especially young people, Mm-hmm. They'll say, wow, they're like one of us. Mm-hmm. They don't act as if they're above us or mm-hmm. they're better than us. Mm-hmm. They actually listen. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was talking to my friend. Mm-hmm. And isn't that a special gift mm-hmm. when you can get down to the level of someone that mm-hmm. they can actually say, I feel like I was speaking to one of my friends. They're mm-hmm. one of us. Mm-hmm. That's where the buying is going to be. That's where they're going to come off as credible. Whatever they're saying, it's going to be credible because people feel it. They hear it and they feel it. Yes. And they do feel like, as they say, they're one of us. Mm -hmm. We can talk to them. They're Mm -hmm. like our friends. And as Harry once said, he said he he knows that he was born Mm -hmm. into a life of privilege Mm -hmm. megan has said the same thing Mm -hmm. with privilege comes responsibility Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so there's so many people that do have a privilege or was born into a life of privilege and that's where it stops they haven't really done anything with that privilege and as the good book says to whom much is given mm-hmm. much is required mm-hmm. and much should and be I, returned mm-hmm. and much should be returned and mm-hmm. i think these two young people they are actually living that out mm-hmm. absolutely and it's just exciting to see what they're gonna do next you know you remember megan is just you know she and Harry's, you know, it's not even one year since they've been married, but you would think all what they've accomplished in this short time, you would think that it's like five years in, but it's only one yeah. year. Could you imagine what's going to happen in the future? Oh my goodness. Yes. yes. Imagine. Yeah. It's what, eight months, mm-hmm. eight months of marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like already a lifetime of work that's hmm. been achieved mm-hmm. in, in, in their life. And the, the other thing that I really admire about them, mm-hmm. the passion mm-hmm. and the enthu- enthusiasm that mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. for their causes and the work they do, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. It just energizes everyone around them. Absolutely. And you hear, especially when Megan speaks, you hear that she knows what she's talking about. And the 11-year-old Megan, back when, as she said, when there wasn't any social media, that um, she was able to do something and affect change. Just imagine right now what is going to happen with everything that they have, you know, with the Queen's um, Trust and so on for these people of the um, Commonwealth countries. And as I said, it's not only the Commonwealth countries. We tend to say the Commonwealth countries, but I feel like whatever they're going to do is going to be a model for the world. You know, that's going to what? That's just going to, as you said, it's just going to be a domino effect um, for the world. I just believe in that. And, um, you know, it's just exciting to see. I think so. And imagine Megan is from America. And Mm -hmm. so America's taken a very close look at everything she's doing. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. America is not a member of the Commonwealth, even mm. though America mm. was once a British subject. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, America is no longer a British subject. But yeah, mm -hmm. America is does have a vested interest mm -hmm. because of Meghan. Mm -hmm. So every move that she makes, everything that they do, mm -hmm. America will also be paying attention. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure much of what she is doing Mm -hmm. America will also be able to incorporate that mm -hmm. in programs that we already have for our young people mm -hmm. in this country. Yes, it's a win-win situation no matter where you're from. Denise, I hope that we have informed our listeners of Harry and Meghan's quest to make the Commonwealth and beyond a better place. If you have any questions, go to my Duke and I website and send us an email. www.myjukeandi.com or tweet us at myjukeandi1. As Megan rightly said, if you don't discuss them, then you really don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so we feel like, you know, if you're informed, then we will all be able to make better decisions. And so on that note, I say adieu until we meet again. Okay.